to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is a show where we take a K-drama, we watch it two episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it. Yeah, this week I'm pretty sure we watched episodes 9 through 10, but I am losing count with how many there are at this point. Absolutely. And I forgot my notebook. I can't find it. Yeah, well, here's <laughs> the thing. If, it, if our audio quality sounds like we're in the same room, y'all? Y'all? It's because we're in the same room. We're in the same room. We're in the same time zone. We're in the same country. In the same house. In the same dusty old room at my dad's house where we started Play on K. Yeah, this is the the house that we started Play on K in. Wow. Oh my, I didn't even think about that. taking a moment, yeah. yeah. I was just too excited that we were together again. I, I forgot this is where it all started. This is the house that it was, it was, began, the beginning house, if you will, the starter house. I like that we didn't, I mean, it's not like we were going to postpone to record a more special episode. But it's just, like, in the middle of a series. Oh, for sure, yeah. Just, like, here's our f- super fun episode. Also, biggest event of our lives, but here's an episode. Yeah. Just a regular old hospital playlist episode. And, like, the episodes were great. Did anything particularly <laughs> monument? It's not the finale. No. Nothing particularly monumental happened. It's not a bonus that we're recording right now. <laughs> nope. Uh, just... We should have waited. We should have not seen each other for two more weeks. Yeah. Just saved it for the bonus. What if instead we um, just... No, I don't. What if we just left? Yeah, we just end it here. Okay, we've got to go. Wrap it up. I'm also... So, like, I'm pretty sleep deprived. That's generally true. But also, I don't know, jet lagged is not helping. I'm kind of disassociating right now. It's hard (laughs) to believe this is reality. I know. I... I'm the same way in the sense that it's just been so long, and also there is some weird element of my mind where time doesn't pass, Mm -hmm. really, and so even though this is so monumental, there is also a part of me that just, I don't know, I feel like I blink, and time has passed, and we're back in the same room, and all of a sudden, it doesn't feel like any time has passed, right? Yeah, like we were, what, 24 and 26, and now we're 26 and 28, and it it doesn't feel different. No, yeah, it just feels like we're ba- back at your dad. The only difference is that it. I'm constantly terrified of getting like anyone in your family sick all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sick. The only difference is the impending doom that haunts us all in the year 2022. But like generally, just being in the room, the two of us feels is the same. crazy. Yeah, it feels the same, but also like unbelievable yeah like waiting for the screen to drop and be like no you're on your computer again <laughs> there's a screen between us and three thousand miles and then we just hang up at the end of the call yeah how do i get raquel out of my house at the end of this call <laughs> i've never had to deal with that she's always just gone this is great this is amazing i'm so excited now she can never leave i can never leave i'm staying for dinner i got to yeah. one of my favorite things in the world is l- just sitting with Emily's dad and having a conversation. He can talk about anything, and I'm just so stoked to Aww. be chatting with your dad. And That's I got so to just nice. do that yeah. in the living room a few, for a few minutes before we recorded. And he just... He's a talker. It, well, and he knows things, right? Because yeah. he just... He soaks up information. 
Oh my god, yeah. He's such a smart dude, and so when you have a conversation with him, I I just always feel like I've left the conversation with more knowledge than I entered it with. It's not just to come- I always start off just ridiculously talking about the weather. I don't (laughs) know how to talk to people. That's very- I don't- I would guess that's an international thing, but it's also very Japanese. Like, I- would say Japanese people don't often get deeper than that, though. That's usually where it stops. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I guess that's a coworker thing. You yeah. just see people in passing, you're like, weather. And they're like, yes, weather. weather. <laughs> and then you go on your way. But, like, I don't think that's unusual. Yeah. And so I lead with that. And then he will start to tell us about a client of his that grew up in the same town we did, but 40, 50 years before us. And how they used to know how everyone used to know how to ice skate. Yeah. <laughs> and what year the water started to go away. What? Like the history of our hometown. And you're like, that's so cool. Yeah. I never would have known these things. And that's why he shares them. Because he's like, that's so cool, right? Someone told me this. But I'm the idiot that hears a cool story and like half remembers it. (laughs) And then tries to convey it to someone else in the worst way possible. It never works. I've been that guy too, though, for sure. Where I've tried to tell someone something and then I get partway through and I forget what I'm saying. I also have just the worst attention deficit disorder Mm -hmm. and I'll get halfway through a story, I will have stopped hearing myself talk (laughs) and I will not know what's happening. And then I have a moment where I think I have to turn this around. I have to gain (laughs) control in this situation. So I will think about a way I can make because I will realize that the story is so mundane, Mm -hmm. right? I'll Mm -hmm. realize that where we're headed is just the weather. There's no punchline. <laughs> yeah. There's no fun fact at the end. Yeah, and so I I start to scramble. <laughs> and so then I'm thinking even less about what I'm saying, because I'm scrambling for how do I make this not the most pointless story I've ever told. And sometimes I can pull it back together. Usually I cannot. <laughs> you always have for me, and I appreciate that. Thank God oh for that. <laughs> I've always been there, and I get you, so maybe that helps, but (laughs) I feel like you're a strong... I get halfway through a story and start gaslighting myself, because I have no memory, (laughs) so I'm like, you might be wrong. This might all be misremembered. You might be entirely making this up, and then I don't believe anything that I'm saying, and then I can I stop selling it to the person who's listening. I'm like, I don't know if any of this is true. Please keep listening, but you don't have to, because it might all be a farce. This could be totally wrong. And that's worse. That's objectively worse. At least you try and pull it back together. I lose it. Completely. I just get really in your corner. <laughs> just, no, tell me it's everything. probably true. You're yeah, probably I right. I think you're right. You're the smartest person I've ever met. You've got to be right. Oh, yeah. This is a good friendship. <laughs> it's good to be back. We've used a good amount of time just talking. <laughs> we haven't done a catch-up moment on podcast in a while and what better time that's what will make the episode special Mm -hmm. is that we got to do our first time in a long time catch up where we just shoot the shit freaking catch up yeah say what say what we've been up to lately i have watched like everyone else in the world (laughs) such as everyone else (laughs) 
Um, such as everyone else in the world, I have watched so much television because of the pandemic. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, um, if anyone's looking for recs outside of K-dramas, uh, The Expanse. I think, have I recommended that before on Only podcast? Only to me. Okay. I don't know if you've done it on air. Um, the final season is airing right now as what? we speak. That's so cool! Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, which... <laughs> I get it if you don't have Amazon Prime. But if you do, that's a good one. Um, I watched Arcane. <gasps> and Queer Eye's coming out. Oh, Queer Eye just came out. Yeah, I need to catch up on that. I haven't watched since season two or three, I think. And they're on season six now, right? What? Wow. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been like two years since their last season <laughs> came out. <laughs> I'm just obsessed. It's... Such a feel-good show, yeah. which I'm really into shows like that, especially, I just, I think everyone knows this by now. We've probably said it 800 times on the podcast. I started a new job a few months ago. I'm stressed 100% of the time because I don't know, I exist so well in the world without purpose. It's <laughs> ridiculous. And when I have purpose, I gaslight myself and tell my start to base all of my self-worth on my productivity. Mm, mm-hmm. So then I get stressed. I wake up at three in the morning a lot. And so I just need shows like Queer Eye or um, I'm trying to think, oh, it's not Ted really. Lasso. Yeah, Ted Lasso is such a feel-good one. Or even stuff that's easy to just pick up and then put back down and not think mm. about the next day. Um, I We watch Shark Tank occasionally, which <laughs> does not fit with my personality at all. No. Most of the time it's me sitting there saying, eat the rich. <laughs> but it's so easy for me to walk away from that show and mm. not... Not think about it at all. Yeah. And just not worry about it anymore. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I feel like we've said before that K-dramas are such an emotional investment mm-hmm. that it's sometimes scary almost. Like, maybe that sounds dumb, but it's almost like an overcommitment to be like, I am so stressed in real life that my emotional bandwidth is zero. Yes. I cannot commit to Susie Bay making me cry. Like, I just, that would be over the tipping point. I would not come back. So I'm sorry, Susie. You gotta wait your turn. Yeah, like, I can't, I can't get on your wavelength, wavelength at this time. I am exhausted. I don't have tears to cry. And if you set me off, I will never stop crying. <laughs> I will cry until I am a husk. Yeah. So there are so many shows on my K-drama watch list right now that I'm like, I'll get to that. I will get to it when I am ready. Yeah. Right now, I don't really watch TV, but when I do, it's pretty exclusively Taskmaster. Because same reason, you just stop thinking about it. Like, it's done, it's over, and you don't think about it at all anymore. Yep. And then when you feel ready to sit in front of the TV again, you can turn it back on. No stress. Just mm-hmm. hop back in. There's not a plot or <laughs> a stress to be worried about. Nope. No tears to cry. Which I'm entirely grateful for these two episodes for also being cry-free. Oh my god, Yes. Especially over the holiday season and when everything was buck wild, honestly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't supposed to be, and then it was, and then I was sad and stressed. Yeah. And I just couldn't. So, thank- so thanks for not killing a baby this episode, Hospital <laughs> Playlist. And I can't believe I have to say this, but for once. 
Thank you for not killing a baby hospital playlist. For the first time in forever. <laughs> we're grateful. We're very, very grateful that these were the episodes that you didn't kill a baby. Because yeah. uh, we couldn't take that right now. And you knew that. And you were like, in fact, let's give you a little bit of romance. Yeah. A little, bit, a little bit, a lot of romance. A couple are taken off. Yeah. A couple are... I think we've got three now in the works. Yes. I'm here for it. One's kind of going south, though. Oh, no. It, oh. Uh, June. Yeah. Yeah. Iksun and... Junwon. Kim Junwon? Yes. Yep. You're so good with last names. I don't... <laughs> I'm trying. I have put all of my effort into remembering their first names and only their first names. I mean, you've done a great job, and you made me finally do it, which I think is better. There's some where I still don't know some of their names. We're gonna we're gonna embrace those as we go through the podcast. We'll get there, but yeah, that one's falling apart. Which, like, obviously, they did the most beautiful adult conversation that they could have had, where he was like, after thinking for a while, I get it. I get why you didn't tell me, because it probably means we're going to break up, and that was, like, that's a tough conversation to have, but it did suck to hear it from someone else, like, not me waiting for the tidal wave for him to be like, hey, yeah, that's not cool, you can't just tell someone else before me on your little midnight phone call with your guy friend, like, not cool. I was waiting for the tea, I was waiting for the drama, they were giving us none of it because they're adults in an adult relationship. Yeah. But still, oh, it hurts so bad to watch him hear Chi Hong be like, me and my girl, my best friend girl, like, chill out, everybody, just best friend girl. We were up late in the night. Talking the talk. <laughs> and she gave me some great news. Isn't that fun, guys? Like, boyfriend over here. Isn't everyone at the table so happy to hear this? I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> my girlfriend said, what? But I can't say that she's my girlfriend. And he was trying to come clean, finally. Yeah. And freaking it, uh, June was not, not responsive at all. Yeah, jeez <laughs> Louise, bud. We get it. You're a busy guy. Also, it's hard for them to spend two episodes showing Lee June being down for anything all the time. And then the one time that you're like, we need you. We need you, bud. Junwa needs to tell you something. He says, oh, I'm actually super packed these next couple weeks. <laughs> back to back stuff. Don't drop by my house even when I'm there. I just can't right now. Sorry. I'm just super busy. Text me. I'm sorry. You're busy having lunch with your interns? Like, no, make time for this guy. Yeah. Also, he, it was really sweet how he took lunch and some money to his sister. That was so oh. cute. I'm obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. But maybe that was a lot, like. Maybe that was some time you could talk to your friend. Yeah. Even on a phone call seems better than, ha, tell me over text. Bye. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Damn I imagine Kim Jun-won is the type to never ask for time alone. So just give it to him when he does ask, okay? Please. <laughs> Please. Um, but yeah, that one's falling apart, which is hard. It's a hard one because I was fully committed while we were in it. But if they're not going to be together, I'm also fine. Yeah. 
That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I ship it in the sense that they seem really good for each other and they make each other happy. But also, to the extent of, obviously, they both have their own stuff going on and it's one of those bad timing kind of things. It kind, it it feels like. And so I am, I am on their ship, but also that ship kind of feels like a temporary ride, you know? Yeah. It feels like going on the Jungle Cruise ride in Disneyland. Super fun. I'm on a ship. <laughs> Super limited time. Limited time. Specific place. We're gonna see these cute, fun things, and then we're gonna get off. Yep. And that's okay. That's the journey. And maybe they circle back in to it in Hospital Playlist too, And that would be good, too, also as well. But I'm not... I don't know. I'm not convinced... That neither of them could be good with someone else, right? I Mm -hmm. think that's a big factor is maybe they're trying to paint this picture of um, Kim Joon-won being this kind of stuck up, like hard on the outside, maybe deep, deep on the inside, he's soft. And I don't know. I'm just like, maybe if he gets in another relationship, he'll be just as soft. Yeah. Maybe that's who he is in a relationship because he respects women. So you can't tell me that this breakup is going to be the end all and he'll be shut off from love forever. Like you painted this picture at the beginning that he kind of dates a lot. So obviously it'll hurt and we'll be sad, but I don't, I'm not over here being like, He's done. He's going to give up on love. Yeah. He'll never find anyone like Iksun. Yeah. And she's super cute, super smart, super They badass. said everybody's in love with her. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense that, I mean, I'm in love with her a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. But also I'm proud of her for doing her own thing, especially after the story that uh, the best friend doctor told her brother. Yes, Chi Hong. Um, That he told Ik Jun about her relationship where she finally decided to open herself up to the possibility of marriage. And then it got weird. Yeah, just completely shit on by fortune teller. (laughs) What is that? What a nightmare. I would be, I would... Sue. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, Raquel and I pretend to dabble in the mystical. Oh, yeah. I think we're interested in getting our fortunes told. I think it would be so fun. But I would never break off a marriage. I 100% love what Anchi Hong said, where he was, he said, like, they didn't believe it, but... It kind of sticks in the back of your mind, right? Someone tells you you're going to destroy each other. And you're like, oh, hey, weird. <laughs> Isn't that weird, honey? <laughs> That's kind of a weird vibe. But, like, silly, but weird. Well, let's not think about it. And yeah. then you go and... Think about yeah, it. Yeah, you go to bed at night and you think about it quietly laying next to each other. That's fair. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. And going to all the other fortune tellers... Sounded like a real good solution to me. Yeah, to say, okay, one fortune teller said this. Do they all agree? Is is fortune telling a science? Because let's go ahead and have a peer review of yeah. our fortune. <laughs> is this... Oh, so if we're shaking the magic eight ball, we don't know what we believe. <laughs> if it comes up every time saying no, that's kind of freaky. Yeah. But if you just shake it once and it says no... You might be like, 
I don't like it, but obviously I'm not going to let it ruin my life. Right. I'm not going to let it affect my whole But it's fair that homeboy was like, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I don't want to get married to you anyways. Like, that's fair. But just the way he presented it is obviously soul-crushing, heartbreaking, cruel. Yeah, because he was the one begging for marriage in the first place. That's yeah. where it gets you, right? That's where it gets you. Because she doesn't want to get married. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so her doing what's best for her, I'm 100% for. Absolutely. So it doesn't feel like a sad breakup to me. Yeah, I'm not emotionally invested enough in the relationship to want them to stay together for, like... For the sake of staying together. Right, when as individuals, they are also super great. I think the only thing that's making me sad is that Kim Joon-won never told anybody that he has this really close group of friends, and he never told a single soul that he was in this relationship that made him super happy, and that it might be ending. And he has to go through both of those things alone. I think obviously the happiness was a lot easier to just take on himself and say like, I want to keep this a secret for now. This is something that is just for me. Yeah, and people knew he was happy because of a relationship. Yeah. But now... He doesn't get to really talk about how it's ending and how hard that is. Yeah. And that's a bummer. That's a bummer. I don't know. That makes me sad for him. But we have three other relationships. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's start with the, like, the least. I guess there's two that are in last place, <laughs> which maybe Minha and... Uh, Young Suk Hyung. I had are forgotten in last. About it. Yeah. <laughs> are truly in last place. Yeah. I want it with all my heart. I love how she handled it. Yeah. I am super proud of her and where she's at with it as far as saying, this could get weird because we work together, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be really straight about it. I'm going to Not pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to not pretend it didn't happen because that's going to be a lot worse for everyone. (laughs) It's not going to make it less awkward. And then, on top of that, all I'm asking is that you acknowledge it, sit with it, think about it. You don't have to give me an answer now, or tomorrow, or, I mean, honestly, ever, as long as you just know this thing, mm-hmm. and, and you know, think about it. Uh, but I love how it all played out. I think this was such a beautifully done relationship. From the start of their relationship until where we are now. Yes. Because you kind of get the feeling that she might be crushing on him, but you can write it off as she's annoyed by him and she's confused by him and she works for him. So there's all these aspects to their relationship that you can write off as like, it's just me digging into it, <laughs> like reading between the lines a little bit too deeply. And then they hit you with the confession. And it's so beautifully done where there's this back and forth between them. And he's he says, uh, no, I don't like you. Thank you. That's funny. <laughs> Pass. Pass. And she's like, oh, well, I like you. And it's oh, so well done. I loved it. I'm obsessed with it, and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes, even if that's the last thing that happens 
romantically between them. I'm excited to see how their relationship keeps moving in the next two episodes. Uh, no. We need more. There's only two more in this season. I all yeah. of a sudden, I remember when we first started, I almost was on a level of rolling my eyes a bit at the fact that there were two seasons. Not because I didn't think it deserved it or didn't want a second season. I just wasn't, always. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. We're purists. Yeah. And so I get a little weird about, I mean, if you've listened this long, you know, dear listener, that I am super weird about sequel culture. It's a thing for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I just wasn't entirely sure. Now I'm so stoked. <laughs> but that, now I'm paranoid about who they're going to drop in season two and whether they'll be like, oh, Minha, quit. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> you can't take any one character away. Even all the background characters, whose names I finally wrote down and then forgot to bring my notebook. So they're <laughs> gone now. But all the background doctors. And then there's two cute new residents in the OBGYN ward who also, one of them almost seemed like she was going to have a crush on Young. Young Suk Hyung. Yes. Where she like bumped into him and gave him his wallet. And she's like, that was him? That was my boss? Are you kidding me? I'm such an embarrassment. But also kind of stared at him a lot every time they were in the same room. I feel like that's going to, maybe he and Mina make it work or something. Who knows? But then that's some season two threatening some love triangle stuff. Yeah. Where everyone in the ward just starts falling in love with him. <laughs> it's just a love uh, dodecahedron. <laughs> the love war. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Young. You don't want to deal with all this. It's, it becomes it's like, ER. Fully. First, my mom is dying. Then my dad is dying. Then they're getting divorced. Then they're not. Can all the women stop being in love with me for just, like, ten minutes? Yeah, geez. He is going through it. I cannot express to you how much I do not care about his parents' divorce, though. Oh, my God. Just at all. And it was the cliffhanger of the last (laughs) three episodes. You can't cliffhang us on that. We don't care. I just, yeah. I couldn't care less. I'm not coming back for that. I'm coming back for literally every other aspect of this show. But not the divorce. If she gets divorced, great. If she doesn't get divorced, also great. Girl, make it miserable. Make yourself happy. Whatever it takes. I don't... I She's great. I like her a lot. Yeah. But I just don't care about their divorce. No. I'm way more invested in the pseudo mini, minuscule storyline that they made where Director Ju has depression. Oh my god. They just, like, mentioned it. <laughs> In passing. <laughs> Dr. Ju has depression. No. Director Ju, no. He can't be, de- and he's not seeing a psychiatrist. And then they're like, but the divorce, guys. Let's spend 25 minutes on this. Yeah. Ma'am, I do not care. Um, <laughs> please. Let's get Director Ju some help. How's Director Ju doing? Could you tell, could we circle back could this scene be about him? Could it be about him again? Because last I saw, he was just in a business meeting with Dr. An. I I didn't need that from him. I needed more interactions with him and his son. Okay? <laughs> more phone calls like that. That made me feel like he's got people who care. Okay? I don't care about this lady and her, her divorce. At all. No. Like you said, I really like her. She's yeah, great. I just... She's... Whatever her reasons are for wanting to stay married, they've changed three different times, and every time <laughs> I've thought, sure, 
Okay. So stay married. It's not like I'm rooting for the mistress to win. Yeah. She's the pits. <laughs> the mo- the only moment I was fully invested was when they dumped she dumped a bucket of water. <laughs> and even then, like it was such a good moment, but f- reflecting back on it, it just feels kind of sad. Yeah, it's one of those, it doesn't really help anyone. In yeah. the, it just makes you seem like the jilted party. Yeah, and it's women fighting women when it's really this dude yeah. that's cheating. He's the piece, and okay, actually, now that we've brought that up, I'm ready to be invested because I'm furious. <laughs> That apparently she's still in love with him, and the mistress is in love with him, and no one blames this piece of (laughs) shit for playing these women against each other, Mm -hmm. and just being a rich piece of living garbage. And he just gets to be adored and Mm -hmm. loved by people, and is facing virtually zero of the issues that the women are and it's a bunch of bullshit okay now i'm ready i'm ready to be (laughs) invested (laughs) finally we're in it because women are fighting women they're being pitted against each other and that's ridiculous i just punched a hamper did you hear everyone (laughs) heard me punch the fan earlier it's not good in here we did not set this space up very well we sat between um just stuff on the floor. I don't know. It's for noise depression? (laughs) Noise depression. Noise deadening? Noise. Noise. You understand what we mean. Dampening. Dampening. (laughs) Got it. But I have pearls all over my sweater, so anytime (laughs) I move, I hit something and it's loud, and I'm so sorry. I put my backpack touching me (laughs) next to the microphone every time I move my knee. (laughs) Just slams into the microphone. Yeah. (laughs) It's... A danger zone. Yeah. But we're fine. We're together, guys. We're all together. <laughs> that's what's important here. That's, what's, that's all that's important. Not our sound quality. Uh, who else is in love? Second least relationship is An Jong-won and Jung-gyul. Fully on board the ship. Much, much too prepared. I was making picnic baskets last episode, getting ready for the ship. And then Lee Ik-jun was like, I'm done waiting. You're going off. You're both getting on the ship. Goodbye. Push it out. I'm push it out to see. Proud of him for being us, honestly. We needed that. We needed <laughs> that from somebody. I also love the moment of her saying which surgery she's going to do and just the devastation that Ichun feels <laughs> after everything. Oh my god. He's like, you can pick any surgery and we're all going to be happy for you because you're a hero. Try and play it up uh-huh. knowing in his heart she's picking his surgery. They had a deal. They cut a deal. Absolutely devastated. <laughs> and he just says, I hate you and walks away. The man is an icon. I'm obsessed with him. We can't stop with Lee June. He's so good. <laughs> and honestly... He's the only one who can pull off a jealousy storyline that doesn't make me infuriated. Yes. I think we talked about it last time, that a huge thing with jealousy storylines is that you have to change yourself and make the other person jealous of this new version, that they can't have this new version of you. But she never changed. She was just, quote unquote, dating her brother. There was just little nudges here and there yeah also it wasn't the beginning of it was never her intention 
to make him jealous. Because that's the thing also, right? It wasn't her making changes. It wasn't intentionally. She seemed to have every intention of backing off. And it's not her fault that everyone assumed that that was her boyfriend. And Leah June is the only one who actually asked. Yeah. And so him saying, actually, we can work with this... And him being the person kind of playing up the jealousy, like you said, she's not changing anything. Leah June is just walking in and saying, how can we turn the heat up on this? Yeah, which I don't love. Like, generally, I would not approve of that. Any sort of manipulation of people's feelings is just not good, and it's not going to work out. Yeah. And maybe it's just because it worked out. Maybe it's just because it's Leek June and he can do whatever he wants. He is perfect. But I'm here for it. I'm here for her bringing flowers and saying, I maybe didn't get proposed to, but I maybe did. (laughs) Why do I have a dozen roses? I'm not going to say... I'm just going to sit here, and you guys can think what you think, and I will watch On Jung Wan's micro-expressions with the de- with the surgical detail that I have been trained <laughs> to analyze things with. This is why I went into GS. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not super proud of it, but I was in love with it. I think that the moments that made me fully in love with it is looking back at the moments after knowing that it was all set up. Do you remember just the manic way that Leek June shouted that she was a hero and then he opens a soda and it boils over and he's screaming, ha ha ha, this isn't champagne. (laughs) (laughs) What is that, (laughs) Leek? You're too much. I love him so much. That's fair. It's insane. It's earned. It's well earned. Yes. Oh my god. What a... I think that pretty early on in the show, I liked him. I didn't... I at no point hated him. But everyone was saying, he's perfect. It's whatever. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, you know what? It is whatever. And now I get it. Mm -hmm. Now I understand why everyone thinks that he is charming and hilarious and can do no wrong. Because he kind of has me in his pocket. Right? Absolutely. And I... They all a little bit do, which Mm -hmm. this show just has the perfect finesse of making me in love with all of these people so deeply. Yes, I'm in every single corner rooting for every single person, Uh except that one guy who, (laughs) that one doctor who... Is kind of got his comeuppance. Yeah, sort of. I didn't really understand who those people... Can you actually explain that to me? I would love to, because (laughs) I was so proud that it was this weird conversation that some of... I think the five doctors were having on one of their little snack breaks in the courtyard, and it was so hard to follow because it was just names. But the girl is the daughter of an entrepreneur. So when those two women walked in, I think it was the mother and the daughter... And we met the daughter and the grandmother, obviously. So the mother, we'll call her, right in the middle, was going to marry that doctor. She's this super rich entrepreneur, and they were talking in the courtyard about how he's just, like, looking for money. He's, like, kind of a gold digger, and he's super happy because he finally got set up with this super famous entrepreneur that he was going to marry. He was stoked. Then you find out that he mistreated her daughter and her mother, like, or mother, 
No, not mother-in-law, because that would mean she's already married. And mother. Oh, my God. <sighs> Perfection. Perfection. So, he was just gold digging, and he was all set up for life. He's probably going to quit being a doctor, which would have been nice, but... Yeah, rip. But, like, yeah. It was good. It was good that that happened. Because you feel so sad watching him interact with his patients. Oh, my... I feel so bad for them, especially because I have seen some people play up the I've in general media that I googled it and yada 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 mm-hmm. and made out to be very annoying people and I'm sure it can be annoying but the way that girl presented that information was not I know better <laughs> yeah. it was literally just hey I tried to educate myself on this a little bit I was just wondering if this thing that I learned is True. It wasn't WebMD says this, so that can't possibly be true. It was literally just her saying, is this the case? You're a doctor. I will defer to your expertise. And then he was a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh my god, he was so rude about it. And yeah, it's... Oh, then the next scene we get with him is him deleting complaint emails. And you're like, I don't know how to... Aren't we supposed to be happy watching this show? Yeah, they really made him out to be just the bottom of the barrel of the people. Worst. <laughs> and then you get a little bit of comeuppance, which felt very good. Yeah. It's not enough. I'm sure he'll be around in the next two episodes. But it's not the typical K-drama setup either, where he's the big bad antagonist that they're all working against. He's just kind of in the background doing stupid stuff. Yeah, being the pits, and then usually something happens that everyone just kind of writes him off again. Mm-hmm. So. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like, I like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Leek June also, he's in the, he's in the winning spot for oh. most feasible relationship. They're working on it because at, at first, I thought they would keep on dragging it out. I didn't know that they would start picking up the pace until pretty late in episode 10, right? Mm-hmm. When she comes and... I mean, there was a moment also... They do such a good job of very low-key setting fundamental moments. Just just putting together that those cornerstones of uh-huh. these relationships because... There's a part where Sung-hwa and Jung-won are having a conversation and they are talking about kids and loving kids and she's really encouraging him because he would be the best dad in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, he's adorable. Uh-huh. And she's encouraging him to have kids and he says the same to her essentially and she is pretty much along the lines of yes, I love I do love kids, but I really love my nieces and nephews. You know who I adore? My my Wuju. Oh. Just that moment of kind of her saying, I I just really love that kid. So there's these little moments wherein, first of all, I love a remarried, become a great step-parent kind of subplot mm-hmm. of it, it works out because they genuinely love my children type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, hits straight, straight in the heart. But then to have those fundamental building blocks and then to have moments of her coming over and taking care of him and like napping with him and 
Can I say, when he walked in the bedroom, absolutely, I thought it was Iksun. I did not recognize her. And I mean, they like mostly covered her face and they both have bobs. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, you're going to talk about my face blindness because I think that was fair to assume it was his sister. Yeah, because an aunt came over to watch him and that, yeah. yeah. And he just has a little smile like, that's cute. (laughs) Then she walks out of the bedroom. Not me, like, screaming, <laughs> clapping like a little seal. Yes! <laughs> yes, it was her! Oh, I love it. And then they have a little moment <gasps> where she loves the rain and there's the rain and all of that's happening. But before that, they get to have a talk about doing things for themselves and what he does for himself is be with her. <gasps> okay. Okay. June. All right. Is that my whole heart? All right, on the floor? You got it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, the confessions in this show are just so well done. Yep, because they're so realistic. Yeah. So they're not big moments with orchestral music playing in the background. It's just little moments where someone says exactly what they mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're clear, too. Yeah. They're not, I don't know, so vague as to be, like, what are we talking about? Right. It's very much like, I like you. That's what we're talking about. Yep. It's not pretentious poetry, though we love a good poetic moment. Mm-hmm. It's not that at all. It's It feels like real people having real moments. Oh, I love it. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, that one feels the most realistic, at least, that maybe something will happen in the next two episodes. Yes. That either moves it along or full stops. The other two relationships with Dr. Young and Dr. Ahn, both of their relationships, I feel like they could just not mention it for the next two episodes and be like, well, we'll maybe circle back in season two. I don't think they will because this show is so well written. I don't think they'd leave us hanging like that, but honestly, they could. Yeah. I agree to the extent that I think that Yul will be the reason that uh. Jungwon does not go and join the clergy, and or she is the best chance at him yeah. finding more happiness in the normalcy of life outside of the clergy, because what he has currently is not enough, right? It's not enough to make him want to stay. Yeah. And so I do kind I really want that one to work out because of that very specifically. I'm with Rosa. I even, it's still even her saying he's wanted to be a priest since he was a little boy. I still don't, I don't know, I still don't buy it. It's dumb because I don't, maybe it's my own garbage biases (laughs) that are making me not buy it, but I don't buy that that is what he wants and needs. Mm. It feels like his way out of a situation that he maybe is struggling with and it doesn't feel like that is what he wants, right? Yeah. And I don't, again, this feels definitely like my bias to say that people go into the clergy to, like, be closer to God and uh, not pay your respects, but... Show your adoration for God. And to me, as a non-religious person, it just seems like being a doctor is so much, or so similar, I guess, 
to say my way of loving and respecting God is to help other people, is to devote my life to helping others. And when you have that skill, it feels like going into the clergy is almost the opposite. Is like, it, I don't know, it almost feels disrespectful to say I have these God-given gifts and I'm not going to use them to help people. I'm going to spend my time in the clergy. Being a child of God. Being a child of God. Yeah. I, obviously, I'm trying to like tiptoe around this, but it feels like such a waste. Yeah. And that's so hard because obviously it's a very personal decision, but this is a TV character, so I can say whatever I want. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Sorry, and if this is, I don't know, if our own personal hang-ups are something that gets to anyone then just know that there are our own personal hang-ups, and yeah. it's not us trying to say... Like blanket statements across the board. Yeah, we just don't want it for him. Yeah, do what's right for you in your own life, but hopefully let us know if you're on Team On Jung Won staying at the hospital, or Team On Jung Won becoming a priest. Like, hit us up, let us know. We're <laughs> definitely for him staying at the hospital. Yeah, we want him to find his happiness there, and... I completely... Use his skills to keep saving those babies. Yeah, I get that it would be devastating to be in that field for too long, and to because they pretty much episode one showed us how hard it could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also he does such a beautiful job with it, and the way he interacts with those kiddos and the help that he's able to deliver is so amazing. And I just want more of it in season two. Don't take it away Don't from take me. Don't take it away from me. And yeah, if it's... I think what I would love to see with these last two episodes, uh, in terms of his relationship with Gyo-ul, I'd love to see her former relationship with Rosa. Yes. Because I would hate... I just would hate for Gyo-ul and Jong-won to get in a relationship and then Rosa not like Gyo-ul. That's... The nightmare. That's the nightmare. No one wants that. It's... I can't imagine it. No. Rosa is loving and the nicest mom, and I don't see her not liking anybody. And she would be hella stoked if Gyul was the one who pulled her son back yeah. from, into a life of normalcy, maybe gave her some grandchildren. Who's to say? If that's what Gyul wants, amazing, because that man would be a great dad. For real. <laughs> Make it happen. If that's what both of them want. <laughs> but I think it'd be adorable and a really great like bridge of that gap to have Gyoel and Rosa form a relationship and even have that be a piece for Jung Wan to be like, oh my god, this girl's amazing. Like my mom already likes her. I don't know if that matters to him. Clearly he's like adores his mom, yeah. but is like, I don't really need her approval to do this. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna do me. So she doesn't have to like his girlfriend, but it'd be real cute if she did. It would make me happy. It would make me happy. Just do that. Okay, writers, can here's we, a free idea. Can we make Emily and Raquel happy? <laughs> here's Just how. Once. Make this happen for us. Thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> I see Leek Jun, I see Cha Sung Wan. They're getting together. Yes. Or they're not. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually know. They're either going to go for it or do full stop. I know they're going to give us an answer there. Mm -hmm. Don't keep dancing around on Jung Wan. 
and Jang Gyo-woo. I need them to make a decision. Yeah, whatever the case, let me know. <laughs> I s- like, uh, I think her name is Che Mina? Minha and Yang Suk Kyung. Those yes. two, you can leave me hanging till season two. I won't appreciate it. Yeah. But if you're like, we're for sure gonna have a season two, we know that's coming, we're gonna leave one cliffhanger. <laughs> You can leave that one. That's fine. Yeah, that one I enjoy a lot. I'm on the ship. Mm-hmm. But if I enjoy the dance too. Yeah. I'm here for a slow burn. Yeah. You can give me that slow burn. I'll allow it. <laughs> the other two, figure it out. I bet the exact opposite of what everything we say. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh because Young Suk Kyung is gonna be like, hey, I don't have time for this, huh? <laughs> You're great. I cannot even figure out whether I like you or not right now. That's so. off my because my mom is deciding not to get divorced. Stop hogging the emotional spotlight. Dr. Young needs some emotional bandwidth to deal with all the women who are falling all over him in his ward. <laughs> so stop going back and forth with your stupid divorce. Nobody cares. Yes. Just make a decision. It doesn't matter what that decision is. Just make it. Probably get divorced if you're Going back and forth this much? Yeah. Just get divorced and then let that stupid piece of dumb do whatever he wants to do. What does it matter to any of us? I just want Dr. Young and Minha to get together. (laughs) And you're in the way of that. (sighs) (sighs) We need answers. Oh, did this episode get really long? Yeah, well, I think... Probably what didn't help is us just going, yeah, going off for maybe a solid 10. That's fair. At the top, but worth it. Worth it. One last tiny thing on Hospital Playlist. I'm sure there's a million other things that we've missed, Mm -hmm. but just a real quick, I loved this. The doctor, whose name I've already forgotten, uh-huh. he works for Leek June. He begged a patient to get a medical procedure. Yes, the enema. And that was just such a great storyline. It was so good, especially because there was a level of shame for him. And I love that all of the other doctors said, no, bro, you did the right thing. You did the best thing for the patient. And that will be always the best thing you can do. No shame. Congrats. And and it was such a perfect solution to the patient saying, I feel such shame about this. I feel so embarrassed about being sick. Yeah. And that's such, like, something that we can all empathize with. Like, I mean, me and Raquel, before the podcast started, we're like, anytime it gets cold, we get the sniffles. And for some reason, that is the most embarrassing thing, that we just have the sniffles. (laughs) And it's not. Everyone gets it. When it gets cold, your nose starts dripping. That's fine. Yep. And this, so obviously hyperbolized this patient being like, I'm supposed to be a young, healthy guy. I don't want to get all these medical procedures done. And this is the final straw, the most embarrassing one since I've put off every other procedure. Now I need to get an enema. That sucks. I'd rather die. And so to have the solution be the doctor to lower himself like that and say, I know what you're saying, but I will get fired. That's like, <laughs> I don't want to lose my job. Yeah. That's it. I'm sorry it's selfish. I'm sorry it's cruel. But as much as I want you to live, I also really don't want to lose my job over just letting you die. Please do this for me. Yeah, I will be, I'll take the hit 
Let me carry the shame. Please. Oh, God, I'll shoulder this for you. <laughs> Beautiful. And it's what he needed as a doctor to be able to save someone like that. Yep. He did a good job. He that did was a good job. Good storyline. I was here for it. Yeah. I have another chef kiss moment, but it's even less of a storyline. It was just really cute. <laughs> what is it? When director Ju and Rosa went and watched the band perform. <laughs> So cute! Oh my god! I loved it. I loved it. I have gotten more into their performances. I did realize probably they're a lot more charming when you know the songs. Yeah. So that's on me. But... (laughs) I think I might have said that last episode, but I've gotten even more into them. I've started to relax and be like, it's cute. It's cute when they do the band things. I wish one tiny, tiny wish. I know the editing is hard because I can't do it. I've tried so many times to do video editing and I cannot do it. I'm too dumb. So why am I criticizing anyone else? But when... There's like a part in the song where the music stops and then the drums come back in. Can we just make it so that you can see Jung Won hitting the drum at the same time as the beat comes in? Can we just make that adjustment? I know they're all playing fake instruments. It's fine. Yeah, and they do a pretty good job because there have been certain times when I've focused on him playing the drums or something and it looks like he's probably hitting the right thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably. I assume they're trained in the instruments to some extent. Yeah, even the most minor, like, this is the sound this one makes, so probably during this part of the song, be sure to hit this at least a few times. Yeah. (laughs) They're doing okay. And I'm not a musician. No, I am. I played violin in the sixth uh, fifth and fifth grade and viola in the sixth grade, and that's the last time I played an instrument. (laughs) Yeah. I played piano for 10 years, but, like, haven't for 10 years. Haven't for more than 10 years. I know nothing, but we can all see the drums. <laughs> if it's not being hit, it's not going to make a noise. Yeah. If he slams it with the stick, it's going to make a noise. Make a noise. <laughs> so let's line those up. Just, Just a, a little, little bit. <laughs> Just kidding. Do as you want, editors. You're doing a great job. Yeah, I, I love your show. I thanks love for, your show. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please don't be mad at us. We love you. <laughs> uh, we did it. We did it. Um, if you are a musician and you know anything about anything, you can email us at playwithkatepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to give us a quick hey and tell us which team on Jungwon you're on, you can do that on Twitter at PlayOnK or on Instagram at PlayOnKPodcast. Yeah, you can rate, review, and subscribe our podcast on any of the platforms you listen on. I noticed this week, or maybe it was last week, recently Spotify came out with a rating feature. What? So if you're a Spotify listener... For the love of God, please rate for us. <laughs> Please rate us. Please, and please don't let it be low. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not five stars only. <laughs> I'm not above begging. <laughs> we are on our knees. <laughs> we are begging you. Take this enema. <laughs> <laughs> Give us five stars. <laughs> um yeah, and we're on most places wherever you listen. Yeah. And finally, you can find all of our past episodes. You can sign up for our newsletter if we ever start sending those again. Yeah, I'm so sorry. 
And you can find all of our affiliate links if you've ever wanted a VPN to protect your browsing or find dramas from other countries. You can sign up for NordVPN through our link. If you want to build some new skills in the new year, you can join Skillshare. Or if you want to start your own podcast, which we always, always recommend, they're super fun. Great way to stay in touch with your friend across many years and many oceans. You can do that through our link for Blueberry Podcast Hosting, all on our website, playonk.com. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, and join us next week for the final two episodes of Season 1 of Hospital Playlist. Whoop, whoop. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.